Hello, welcome to Throwing Light. My name is Brandy Walker. This is episode 107. Where is calling you? Hello, friend. I am so glad you're here. I hope that you are doing amazing. I hope that your summer is refreshing and relaxing and interesting. Um, I took last week off. Oh, there's some sort of siren. Welcome to DC. <laughs> um. I took last week off. I had a trip and I was thinking at first that I would attempt to still create all the content because I create all the content while working a full-time job. So theoretically, it shouldn't be hard to create all the content when I'm on vacation, but that's not actually true at all. And we had planned two back-to-back trips and um, I didn't think it through, which is I think very on par for me, but I knew I was taking a trip around the 4th of July and then I knew I was taking a trip around the 8th of July (laughs) and it didn't occur to me that they're really close together. So... um, We've been on the road for a bit. We didn't we didn't fly at all. It was all traveling. My best friend lives three hours away from DC and Virginia and um and then we went to Pennsylvania, which is like what well, was supposed to be a six hour trip. It actually took us nine. <laughs> um but that was all part of the journey which I'm going to get into momentarily. So anyway, all that to say, when I, on the way to, in neither place I really did I have any internet. And, um, and in the, when I went to my best friend's house, I had pre set all of the uh, content. So all I had to do was like get to a place that had internet so that I could post it. But we got, back and had like a day and a half before we were on the road again. And it just wasn't enough time to create a whole next week's worth of content. And so I made the decision to not post a podcast episode or a YouTube video um, that time and then kind of ended up not posting much at all. Um, And I didn't, I wouldn't have said that I needed a break. And I don't know that I did. I didn't feel burnt out, but it just felt right to like, just spend a little less time on my phone and a little more time with the family that I had traveled so far to see. So that's what I did. And no regrets. (laughs) It was lovely. And I'm not 
super consistent in life anyway. <laughs> I do produce a lot of content, but it can be kind of sporadic. So you might not have even noticed. And that's like, that's fine too. So, um, so I'm back and we are doing this. And I, if you listened to the last episode, it was the energetics of July, which was all about playing. And so I hope that you're playing. I hope that you're having fun. Um, if you have been watching my stories and my reels on Instagram, then you know that I have been playing, um, and even playing to the point of being on a seesaw with my husband. Um, yeah. So, um, yeah. Do we have any housekeeping? You know, I have some new hours available for sessions and, you know, I, if that's something you're interested in, you know, to check it out, I offer coaching or like spiritual mentorship. And I also do longer form Akashic Records readings and shorter form energy readings. And I think I said this last time, but I, I did my first channeled like Akashic Records reading hike a couple of weeks ago. And it was amazing. It was so powerful, so great. And, um, so I, if you are local and you're interested in doing something like that, reach out, like, let's, let's plan that. Um, and I just, I think I read, I mentioned this already, but I just lowered all my prices. Like everything is super affordable right now. Um, yeah, I just felt right intuitively. So that's, that's what I did. Um, I wanted to talk today about soul journeys. And I think that there is, I think that there are official kind of names for these sorts of things. You could think of them as pilgrimages. Um, that's probably a very well-known name, but every now and then we get the urge to go somewhere, to go on a journey. And that journey could be to a physical place. It could be spiritual or metaphysical, or it could be our next right steps. And that also could be a physical place. Like if you are being called to a place to move, you know, that's kind of both. Um, Often when we are called on a journey such as this, we sense that there is something that the land or the space wants to teach us. And, and I think that, so in the last few years, I have gotten better at listening to this soul calling. But I think that for a lot of us and myself included at various times, we just kind of tune that. Oh, somebody's beeping. <laughs> we tune it out most of the time because we have stuff to do, right? Like the laundry's not going to fold itself. 
<laughs> that's a dumb example, but um, like we we just have stuff to do. We have bills to pay. We have, um, you know, people in our family <laughs> who need our uh, attention and our time, and and we're we're stressed or we're overworked or we're worried about money or you know whatever it is, and so we just. We don't have the bandwidth for that kind of communication from our soul. Um, and I think that when we live like that, you know, in, in, in a lot of ways in survival mode, we miss so much of the beauty of this life. And that is, you know, there's no wrong way to be. So if we miss it in this moment, that's okay. Like we'll get it next year. We'll get it in a few years. We'll get it in the next lifetime. Or maybe we've already gotten it and this life is like we're supposed to be in survival mode. Like it's part of it. Like maybe we already are are enlightened beings. And I'm not being flippant like – I think that we're all on our own journeys and I don't think there's any wrong way to be. But I know for me, when I listen to that gentle, I want to say gentle urge, um, I have the most, it leads to the most magical experiences. And... So I've gotten better at listening. And and for me, it helped when I gave up alcohol. Um, and maybe even I would say it helped when I gave up animal products. Um, but I don't think those are requirements. And, the, and that, you know, my tendencies veer towards addiction. And so I needed to give up or severely lessen um, those things in order to hear that still small voice. But I don't think that everybody needs to do that or that that's everybody's path. Um, I wanted to share a couple of my journeys over the last couple of years. Really, I feel like since the beginning of, um, the pandemic, I don't think, I had a sense of like soul journeys pre-March 2020. Um, I don't think it started at March 2020, but I think that, you know, for a lot of us, this time has been one of uh, awakening to something that we didn't know was there before. Um, and, you know, I think that I definitely, I may not have called them soul journeys, but I definitely feel like the, I had a home birth with my uh, now 10 year old and that was very much a soul journey. It was, it was what I needed in that, in that time in my life. And it was absolutely transformative as was the hospital birth I had with my daughter you know, eight years later, um, 
absolutely transformative um, in a lot of different ways. And, um, and, you know, birth tends to have that effect on people, I think. But um, shortly, I guess it was this summer of 2020, I, I just, I had always been, I, I always felt called to go to the beach. Um, I think it's something that I just, I know I'm going to live at the beach at some point in my life. And I sort of long for that, but I also know that that's not something we can do right now for various reasons. And so, you know, uh, 2020 was the year for a lot of us that we realized in the midst of everything going on that life was really short and, and we had a lot more time on our hands than we had prior. So we started going to the beach every month for, for a day, not spending the night, but just driving up. We live about three hours away from the beach. Um, so it made for a, a good day trip. And we are fortunate enough to live within driving distance to Assateek, which is a, I guess it's an island. Um, you have to drive over a bridge to get there, but there are wild horses that roam the beach and and the other side is a marsh and it's just uh it's it's magic and um i definitely i needed i needed to go there i needed to be with the horses um i needed to commune <laughs> with um the ocean, Mother Ocean. And uh, so that was probably my first soul's journey. And um, we, I think we went about six times. We, you know, I would still go every month <laughs> if, if, if we were able to swing it. It seems like our lives have become um, as busy and unruly <laughs> as uh, pre-pandemic, but, um, yeah, I love it. I love going and, and, um, it was time with family. I don't know, like looking back if I learned anything specific, but I'm sure I did. <laughs> um, I did learn we had a horse, um, totally just ravage our, um, all of our, <laughs> all of our junk food. Um, and so I learned that you can't bring a picnic to Assateague in November when there aren't a lot of other people there because the horses, they're bigger than you. <laughs> um, the horse is fine. We're fine. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> in 2021 the summer of 2021, all of my, um, I feel like all of my soul journeys tend to happen in the summer. I think it's just the time when I have the time to do the things, but, or when I make time, I guess. Um, I was really concerned that 
I was, I really wanted to, I needed to see my parents and I hadn't seen them since, um, the beginning of all of it. So, um, I, we planned a trip. They live in Florida. We planned a trip to go and visit. And I felt called to stop in Charlotte, uh, which Charlotte, North Carolina is where it's where I came of age. Um, it's where I made a crap ton of mistakes <laughs> and, um, and it's where I healed magnificently. And, um, and I needed to go back. I needed to be in that place. And again, I'm getting emotional cause that's what I do. But, um, we, you know, we visited different places. Our last stop, we went to Ben and Jerry's and it was the particular Ben and Jerry's that I worked at when I was probably 18 years old. And it brought back memories of who I was, um, the sleeping, ignorant child that I was. And I say that with a lot of love. <laughs> um, and and because – and a lot of regret. Like I wish – I see really incredible, smart, thoughtful um, uh, teenagers and young adults. And I think that there's a grief that comes with that for me and, and a feeling of like, I wish I could have been like that, but that wasn't my path. My path was um, mostly numbed out with some sort of substance, <laughs> um, not really caring about anyone but myself, but not really, um, not really knowing that, not be not being aware of that. Um, be and I don't know why. I mean, there's all sorts of reasons, I'm sure, but. Um, it was a meaningful moment and I've gained a lot of compassion for the adult that I initially became because I did the best I could with what I had and, um, you know, it was my path, but going back to Charlotte last summer was extremely healing and, um, and I learned it was like that inner teenager, inner young adult was communicating with me and we were maybe for the first time in my adult life or grown adult life, um, at peace with each other. And I felt the love between us. And then um, this summer, um, I knew I was called to go to Bradford. Um, Bradford, Pennsylvania is where I was born. And I, we, I moved with my parents when I was four years old. Um, and I went back every summer. I stayed with my, my grandparents for most of my childhood, I think I stopped going around 11 or 12 because my grandma got too, was getting too, um, 
it was becoming too much for her to, uh, to have me. She was getting older and um, eventually needed to go into a nursing home. But, um, you know, I, I was obsessed with, with Bradford when I was a kid. I Like, I was so sad that we had left and I just kept trying to talk my parents into moving back. And I later found out that I was actually adopted in the same place that I was born. And my birth mom was from Bradford too. And it's a small town. So like there were definite, um, connections, both families in different ways knew each other, but, um, I hadn't been back in 13 years at the last time was in 2009 and I was very much, I don't know if I would say I was asleep, but I was, um, you know, I, <laughs> I was, I was not where I am now and and that's good. Of course I wasn't, but I was, um, I, I think I was struggling a little bit probably in my mental health and um, self-confidence, body image, and, and, and I just didn't have the ability to reflect, I guess, like I do now. And I also, I mean, I think that I'm set, like, of course I didn't, I was 27 years old. Um, but I, I haven't been back for 13 years. So there was just a long period of time when I just didn't prioritize visiting a place that I'd loved for most of my life. And more importantly, family that I've loved for all of my life. And so when my mom said that we were planning a family reunion, I knew I had to go. Like I just knew, I knew I was going. I didn't know how or like, you know, what, what the details were, but I knew I was going. And, um, it was kind of one of the most magical trips I feel like I've ever taken. Um, it was magical for my kids. My kids, well, so my 10 year old, my two year old went and my husband and like, they'd never gone. And, um, they met my family and, and my 10 year old like made new friends with third cousins. And it was just like, just the best time. And the area is gorgeous. And I just didn't know it. Like I hadn't been in so long. I knew it on some level, but I just, I didn't really know it. And it's mountainous. And I don't know how it took 40 years for me to realize that my hometown is mountainous. Like I am a mountain girl. And it's funny because all of my relatives were like, nah, they're hills, not really mountains. But like literally, like I was reading the history, um, the Bradford Airport is like because of the elevation is the coldest place <laughs> in the U.S., and, um, and the, I was reading like the, the deep history, um, the tribes, uh, that originally inhabited and should still inhabit, um, that area are Seneca and Iroquois and, um, 
I think it's called the Six Nations. It's like a tribe of six um, Native American tribes who, um, a, sorry, a federation of six Native American tribes. This is like the U.S. Like we definitely got democracy from Native Americans, like undoubtedly. <laughs> um, but yeah, so this was this was their land, and um, their the Seneca. I don't remember the name, but what they originally called themselves is a word that in their language means the people of the mountains. So like literally <laughs> the people who live there um, before <laughs> before um, colonization uh, consider themselves the people of the mountains. So I, I am from the mountains. Um, and it makes sense that I've, I just, I, when I moved to, uh, near Charlottesville, uh, Virginia, that's where we moved after we lived like right next to a mountain. Um, you had to tr like, it was like literally like behind our town was a mountain. So I, I have always, up until I was, as a child, I always lived by, in, by a mountain or in mountains <laughs> or in the foothills. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, so, um, it was such a cool time. And the last day I spent with my birth mom, who I have the privilege and honor of knowing, and she, um, took me to all the places that she, where she had grown up, where she lived when she was pregnant with me. Um, just really cool stuff. And it was, it was amazing because the last time we were there together, I was 18 or 19 years old. So it had been quite a, a long time. And, um, yeah, I, you know, um, those are, those are my current soul journeys or my past soul journeys now. But soul journeys don't have to be – oh, and I guess – let me – sorry, I got excited. So I said before that often there's something to learn. Um, as we were driving back um, and like really uh, we were like five, ten minutes away, I had this inner knowing. And I, so another soul journey that I know I'm being called to right now is to move – to Northern Virginia. We live in DC right now and Virginia is calling me home. Um, and, um, like I said, I grew up near Charlottesville and it just feels very right at this point in my, my, my journey. And, um, I've been very anxious to leave DC, but as I was rounding the bend <laughs> to come, back to home, I was like, oh, you know, I think we can stay a little bit longer. And that is in large part a financial decision because um, we're not in a place to move right now. And to do, to act, to make the move, we'd have to, we'd have to like 
make some magic happen, which I am fully on board with that. <laughs> that could happen. And I'm open to that. We, we have a month to monthly, so that may happen. But I just got this realization that, you know, everything I've ever wanted in my life, I've been impatient for. Like I was really impatient to have my 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 two older kids, I was just like really, really ready, and I waited a long time, and um, and then um, and then also with marriage, like I was like really impatient to get married, and with all of it, I was like, you know, I could have waited a little longer. Um, we are in a because we um have a housemate who is amazing. We're in a place right now where our rent is lower than we'll ever have it in this area. Um, you know, and, and I, and I think that if we can take these next few months to get into a, to build a solid financial foundation, um, you know, uh, it'll feel pretty good to move and it won't feel so um, so much like a magic trick and I'm all about magic tricks, but, um, yeah, yeah. So, um, I wanted to share this with you because I think that we all have our soul journeys and you have yours and there is likely a still small voice inviting you to go somewhere. And, you know, the difference between that intuitive voice and a compulsion is that you can choose to say no and nothing bad will happen. Um, you don't have to follow these. Um, they're invitations. You are cordially invited to learn the lessons and experience the magic of these journeys. And if you're not in a place, you don't have to go. But maybe you want to. So um, when you get some time this week, uh, if your mind is racing as you're trying to go to bed or if you prioritize taking a few minutes in the morning for yourself, um, I invite you to think about where you're being called and where it's calling you. And then um, I invite you to create a plan to go. Thanks so much for coming on this journey with me. Namaste. Namaste.